In the name of Jesus, Amen. Dear Saints, was it about halfway through the first stanza and you said, what is this song? And then you saw there at the bottom, text, Martin Luther. Oh, I get it. <laughs> Luther has a marvelous understanding of both the terror of death and the comfort that we have in death. And that's what we strive for in this life and especially the understanding that we strive for this morning. How do we rightly understand death? We can't say this enough. Jesus doesn't like death. In fact, Jesus can't stand death. Jesus tried it, death that is, and after three days he said, that's enough. Every time Jesus sees death in his earthly ministry, he goes straight to it and he undoes it. That's what's happening in the gospel text today. Jesus is back at Capernaum, the, his home base for his Galilean ministry, and Jairus, who's the ruler of the synagogue, sees Jesus and he comes running to him and he falls at his feet and he begs Jesus to come to his daughter who's just died. Now, if Jesus liked death, he would have said to Jairus, I know this is painful, but it's all for the best. Death comes to us all. Time heals all wounds. Jairus, you simply have to learn to accept that death is part of life. Now, you've heard those things before, right? But not from the mouth of Jesus. And the reason is because none of them are true. We have a difficult time with death, so we make stuff up about it. And especially the sinful world has developed a coping mechanism, ways to try to process death. But it's, it's, it's important. In fact, it's vital that we continue to learn from the Scriptures how to think rightly about death. Death is a natural part of life. No. Death was not part of God's creation. Adam and Eve and you were never meant to die. Death is unnatural. It is the unnatural separation of our body and our soul. Adam and Eve were given a body and soul, and those two things were never meant to be pulled apart. But that's exactly what death is. When we die, our soul leaves. It goes to be with Christ for the Christian before the face of Jesus. And our body goes to the ground or to wherever it goes. And there it waits the last day when Jesus returns, when He brings the resurrection and, and puts our bodies and our souls back together again. But death is not natural. It's not a part of life. Death is good? No. Death is not good. Death is a punishment for sin. It's the result of man's original disobedience in the garden. The wages of sin is death, says St. Paul. Death in the Scriptures is the enemy, the enemy of man. It is not our friend. Death is the destroyer. It sits alongside sin and death on the list of very, very bad things. Death is not good. You have to come to grips with death. You have to learn to accept it. No! Jesus doesn't. 
And neither should you. Jesus came to destroy death, not to come to grips with it, not to make death a friend, not to shake hands with death. When I die, you shouldn't cry. No. Our world treats mourning, that is the sadness that comes after death, as a sickness that needs to be healed. It's not. We should be sad about death, about the death of those that we loved. Jesus wept when he heard that Lazarus had died, and Jesus knew he was going to raise him from the dead. When it says that Jesus wept, and that's the shortest verse in the entire Bible, Jesus wept. It's as if his tears were flowing like a fountain. And remember, Jesus never sinned. That means that that this crying over the death of Lazarus, it means that when you weep over the death of a loved one or a friend, it means it's right. Not wrong. Weeping is in fact a good work. Our world, our society, is constantly pushing us towards some sort of stoic acceptance of death. Some sort of confession that death is good, but society and the world are wrong. If we are to think rightly about death, then we need to know that it is unnatural, that it is bad, that it is an enemy, and it's not something that we need to come to accept. We need to know that we are dying because we are sinners, and that death is a punishment for our sin. This is the teaching of the Scriptures about death, the teaching of the law about death, and it's the first thing that we need to know. But there's something more that we need to know as well. The gospel has something to teach us about death also. For while death is our enemy, it is our defeated enemy. Jesus, your Jesus, died and rose again. And he brought light and immortality to light through the gospel. Jesus made a way from death to life. And more, Jesus, by his death, took the sting out of death. Death is such a frightful thing for us sinners because on the other side of death there is judgment. There is a punishment for all of our sins. But Jesus has done away with that. Imagine a huge curtain. See if you guys can stay with me on this one. A a huge curtain like on a stage and it's closed and there's a line of people and they're walking through the middle of the curtain. And you can't see what's on the other side of the curtain, but you can see shadows, kind of an outline of the things that are happening. So you get a little glimpse of what happens when people go through. And there on the other side of the curtain, you see in the shadows a a guy with a sledgehammer. And as soon as people walk through the curtain, he smashes them on top of the head and they collapse to the floor and are dragged, and are dragged away. Now this is, this is a distinctly unpleasant thought. And it's especially unpleasant because you're standing in the line, getting ready for your turn. But there up in front of you is Jesus. And you see him walk through this curtain. And you see in the shadows the sledgehammer smash him on the head. And you see Jesus collapse to the floor. But then after a moment, he gets up. And he grabs the sledgehammer from the guy And he steps back and wallops him on the head. (laughs) And then Jesus takes the sledgehammer and breaks it on his knee. And for effect, throws it out of the curtain. (laughs) And the shards of the hammer are there at your feet. And now the shadow that's on the other side of the curtain is not the the shadow of a man with a sledge, but the shadow of Jesus. Arms stretched out. 
welcoming you, waiting for you. <laughs> death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is your victory? Oh, death, where is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians 15. Got the picture? There's no more sting. There's no more teeth. There's no more sledgehammer. There's no more punishment for sin. No more punishment for your sin. Jesus took care of it in His death. Jesus took care of it in your baptism. Jesus took care of it this morning in the absolution. Jesus has taken care of your death. And He's transformed it. The last couple of weeks, we've been singing a lot of hymns from the death and burial section of the hymnal. We came across this beauty. I fall asleep in Jesus' wounds. Listen to this. Stanza 2. With peace and joy, I now depart. God's child I am with all my heart. I thank Thee, death. Thou leadest me to that true life where I would be. So cleansed by Christ, I fear not death. Lord Jesus, strengthen thou my faith. Jesus has transformed your enemy, death. And he uses it to bring us to life, to joy, to bliss. Jesus takes the horrifying threat of death and, dis and diffuses it of all of its terror. Jesus takes us by the hand and He carries us through death to life. I'm sorry for your loss. That's what we always say to comfort people who are mourning. I'm sorry for your loss. But, but with Jesus, death is not loss, but gain. Paul says it. For, for to me, to live is Christ. To die, to die is gain. Jesus takes the monster of death that's constantly threatening us and chasing us down and He completely weakens it. He gives it a new name, fit for its new job. Jesus calls death sleep. Sleep. And that, dear saints, is the right way to think about death. When Jesus came to the ruler's house and saw the flute players in the crowd making a commotion, He said, go away, for the girl is not dead, but sleeping. They laughed at Him. But when the crowd had been put outside, He went back in and took her by the hand and the girl arose. And the report went out through all the reason, through all the region. Jesus takes our enemy and makes it our friend. He takes that which threatens us and He makes it a joy. He takes the horror of the tomb and makes a way through to life and immortality. Jesus takes the worst thing about living in this veil of tears and He makes it the, the, he makes it the greatest. He takes our biggest fear and makes it our greatest hope. This is how to think rightly about death. And so it is, dear saints, that in life and in death, we belong to Jesus. In life and in death, 
we rejoice in Him. In life and in death, Jesus has us. And so with Jesus, we rejoice in death, which brings us to life everlasting. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.